What's up, Boilermakers? Ian McDougall with Purdue Women's Basketball, catching up with some of our student athletes after the last few weeks. Today, I'm joined across the pond by guard forward combo, just all around star Janelle Grant. Jay, thanks for taking some time to talk to me today. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. So, obviously, first question that everybody wants to know: How are you doing? Uh, you know, how's it all going in the UK right now? Um, me personally, I'm doing well. My family's doing well. Um, the situation in the UK is actually getting pretty bad over the last few days. Um, pretty much locked down, um, so not too much we can do. Um, but you know, making the most of it. So it's good to be home. Uh, I was talking to Coach last week, and she she kind of talked about um, getting everyone home, and like how for most of the the American athletes, it was it was pretty easy, you know parents either picked them up or they just got in the car and drove home whereas like for you I know uh, Rox and Leo drove back to Canada but like you and Patu it, it seemed like it was a bit of a, a, a touch and go situation what was that experience like getting back home um for me it wasn't it wasn't too bad I actually thought it would be a lot worse but coach made it clear you know she said she wants everyone to go home in case the situation gets bad where we have to isolate, you know, you are be with your family. Um, so I booked a flight out of Chicago, which is where I usually fly out of. But it did end up getting cancelled. Um, so I had to rebook um, for a later time on the same day because they changed it so only one flight could leave a day. Um, just the new traffic rules, I guess. But um, I got home, the flight was fully booked I think it was overbooked so I was quite lucky to get on it um, but the airports were just empty everyone was wearing masks but you know I'm happy I got home safely before everything really shut down so and, and it must be nice though like in this like this time where everyone's it's there's a, little, a lot of like uncertainty and things are up in the air but it has to be nice to at least be home to, with your family um, mm -hmm. I guess kind of in the warm embrace of everyone right yeah, it's it's actually strange to be honest because I can't remember the last time I was home in April. Um, but you know, spending time with my family, you know, I miss so much time with them when I'm at school. So I'm really just cherishing that and getting to spend time with my brother and my mom, my dad. So it's been great so far. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I was I was talking to Cass the other day, and she was talking about how like they went to Florida for spring break just because her parents had it all booked and everything. And she's like, she's like, I was able to go. It's like the first time I've ever had like spring break in my life because of basketball and sports. Yeah. Um, so just looking into, you know, this past season, um, I guess we can just start talking about Australia a bit and, and take out our travel snafus going out there. Um, what was that experience like for you? I loved Australia. Australia was amazing. Um, I think for me, I loved it so much just because I had that red shirt year beforehand. So I had the whole year just playing against the same people, teammates. That's the only people I played against for a whole year. So to get a chance to play against other people was just like, it was, it was a nice feeling to finally, you know, get those cobwebs off and get in a real game. But the whole trip in general was just amazing, getting to travel, to all those cities, um, you know, 
who knows when we're gonna go again because Australia is just so far away. I don't know if I could do that flight. Um, but no, I had an amazing time. I think my highlights were definitely scuba diving, the Great Barrier Reef, um, getting to do that with Cass and Leo and Neek. That's just like memories for a lifetime there. So it was a great trip. And I'm, I'm really happy it was last year because if it was this year, we would have been in a bit of a sticky situation. So we, got, we went at the right time. Um, so yeah. Well, because uh, I think the men's team pushed back their trip of Europe mm -hmm. because of, of everything that's going on. Um, but what was that, you know, getting to play basketball down there against, uh, you know, some of the WNBL teams? Obviously, you know, dealing with some professional athletes, was that kind of, was their system kind of similar to what, what it was like in the UK? Because I knew you played in the the WBBL before you, you came over to the United States? Yeah, it was very similar. Um, the FIBA rules, we had the same FIBA rules, so the three-point line being further away, the ball that they use, like, it's literally translate exactly to how we play in England. So in that sense, it was similar. But for me, it was actually not similar in terms of I've been in America for so long, I've adjusted to this style of play. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of similarities to the to the way we play in England. Um, and obviously, we come back from Australia. We have a, a month or two to get ready for the season, and unfortunately, uh, you picked up a bit of a knock to to start the year. Missed the first couple of games. What was that? Um, what was it like? You know, obviously, you had had that whole year to sit out, and you were ready to go, but you had to sit out, and then. You know, what was the rehab process like with, with uh, Jessica? Um, yeah, so my injury, for me, it felt like it came at the worst time possible, um, just because I was so ready to get that year started, having to set out for a year and just improving so much and just being in the best shape probably of my life. And then just a week probably before preseason started, I had the news about my injury and I had to sit out for two months. So that really just took me back 10 steps um, in terms of mentally being ready. But I mean, Jess is just amazing in every aspect. Got me back very quickly, um, quicker than I would say um, the injury is supposed to be. Um, I was fortunate enough, I guess you could say, to be in that same situation as Cass. So we kind of went through a lot of it together, the rehab, the Alter G run in and we did a lot of workouts in the pool um, and then all the shooting that we got up so just had to prepare in a different way for the year doing a lot of video with coaches and um, watching uh, yeah watching film and catching up on plays that I might have missed but it definitely put me back 10 steps but I'm really proud of the way you know I came back and managed to at least complete the season so but it had to have been nice though because I think you and Cass both made your, your debut against yeah. Eastern Illinois. So, you know, you come back and you play that one game, and then it's straight to Florida where mm -hmm. we played Drake, Arizona State, and Gonzaga, three teams that if there was a tournament, all three were definitely making it. Um, what was that, you know, finally getting into the games, what was that feeling like? Um. I was excited. I was very excited because I've been waiting a really long time. Um, but I felt rusty also, just being obviously coming off the redshirt year and then the injury on top of that. 
um, definitely a bit rusty, rusty. So for the first few games, I had like limited things that I could do in terms of time or um, other aspects. But I was just excited to just finally be out on the court with my teammates, wearing the Purdue jersey that I hadn't <laughs> been able to put on for so long. Um, so Florida was like a, a overall great trip and playing such good teams really just you know brought confidence back so and you build you built up over the next month um you know getting some really good minutes off the bench and then unfortunately um you know tam goes down with that that season ending injury against against Rutgers but after you know you hate to say it but it's always kind of a next next person up mentality um Mm -hmm. that next game you get you get the start against Northwestern I can't remember if it was 14 or 16 points, but, you know, you were on fire in that game. Going from kind of uh, a supporting role to being thrust in that starting lineup, what was that adjustment like? Um, yeah, so when that opportunity presented itself, obviously it wasn't in the best situation, but, you know, you got to do what was best for the team at that time and step up. It was a different responsibility, I'll say. Um, obviously I was excited um, just to be on the court I'm excited so um, you prepare a little bit differently I think coming off the bench and starting but at the end of the day when you're on the court you're on the court and you still got to do the same things you still got to get the same things done so um, that kind of sums up my, my starting position but we're very fortunate to be in a spot where you know we can start different people depending on matchups of the game or how you're performing at that time, or so to be considered for someone to start the game, definitely a um, big confidence boost. Um, so I just rolled with it. And, and it, it, you know, one of the things that I kind of, as a non-athlete, would, I always mm-hmm. appreciate is like, when those those players who are hurt, you know, kind of still find a way to, to stay connected. Uh, and, and I knew, it wasn't just with you, but I knew Tam like really kind of mentored, you know, you, um, the two, just kind of helping out to make sure everyone, uh, the transition was kind of as seamless as possible, even though it's, it's a tough situation. Um, talk about when I was talking to Ree last week, uh, she said, you know, obviously you kind of hit that, that tough spot in February playing basically some of the top teams in the big 10. Um, but then when we got to the big, the big 10 tournament, um, both Cass and we and coach said this, that, you know, we were playing probably some of our best basketball in that, that tournament. And it would have been really fun to, to see what the postseason would have been like. What were your thoughts on, on that, you know, big 10 tournament, uh, uh, week we had? Oh, the big 10 tournament was great. We started off, you know, um, with a good win against Michigan state after losing to them, what, about a week before, um, with a buzzer beat us. So we was just hyped to, to get that started. And the whole team kind of came together and did their part. Um, it's basically like a home court for us. So we had a lot of support there and really just like ending the senior years for Re and um, Neek. Um, and then playing Maryland, we gave, up, we gave up a good game. I mean, we played a good game and was in a really good spot for postseason. Um, and we was all hyped up for it. Um, we was playing probably our best basketball collectively. Um, so it's very sad to <laughs> get the news that 
postseason is cancelled. Um, it was actually kind of a shock just because we had practice that morning and it was all ready to go and no news of potentially cancelling this. So it was preparing for it for a long time. So getting that news was a tough one, but I mean, in hindsight, I think it was the right call to make. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, obviously it's the right call because uh, health and safety of players. And, and, yeah. and, and I think that's part of the reason um, why when I was talking to Coach, like I was kind of uh, really inspired by how much effort she really put in and the coaching staff put into making sure everyone got home to your families. Mm -hmm. uh, I know there are a couple players still in Lafayette, West Lafayette, um, you know, uh, but just making sure that everyone was in a, a structured, supported, uh, routine environment. Um, as a student athlete, one of the nice parts, is, or not nice parts, is the fact that you kind of always have a team set about you. So you always have a, a whether it's breakfast or workouts in the morning, class, training tables, you know, going to rehab, practice, all that. What's that shift been like as really you've been on your own to create your own routine over the last few weeks? Um, it's been a transition, definitely, but I've tried to like get up pretty much the same time and get my schoolwork done in the morning um, as much as if I, as much as it as much of it as I can. Sorry, fumbling my words, especially with the time difference. Um, and then yeah, do a home workout as much as I can do. Got a few dumbbells and um, bands and stuff. And then just like hanging out with my brother, we watch a lot of shows and stuff. But this, I mean, our life just literally, our lifestyle got stripped from doing all these stuff with times that we had to be places to your home now. And you could sleep all day if you wanted to, no one would know. So um, my first few days, I definitely did sleep a lot, but I kind of got out of that um, routine because it was probably for the better to get, to get up earlier and do more things. So, so yeah. What, uh, what shows have you guys been busy? Um, a lot of Netflix stuff. Um, I, I just recently watched um, Tiger King, um, which is. <laughs> have you watched it? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy, crazy uh, show. So, um, but we watched Lock and Key and some other like horror stuff on Netflix. So, different different genres to please the different family members. But going around, we've got a lot more to go. <laughs> That's fair. Um, talking a little bit, uh, kind of changing to your style of play, you know, you, you've got, uh, probably one of the more, more versatile, uh, skill sets on our team along with Pam, the ability to, to go down low and, and I mean, you spent a whole year banging bodies against Tam three and two, but then you can also, you have the range to go play guard, uh, and get out there with the twos, threes. What was that, you know, growing up? What was that, um, you know, how were you able to kind of hone that skill set to know, like, you know, I can basically play two through five. And, I mean, you've got handles, so you can play one at some times. <laughs> um, you know, that was actually a difficult part to overcome just because I was quite tall from a young age. So in this country, when there's a limited amount of players, if you're the tallest player, you're pushed to play the biggest position, um, which obviously is the centre, which I'm definitely not. But um, I think 
me being able to, I did play for a lot of different London teams during my time um, before college. And each different team had different um, makeup of players, abilities. So I got to really try out playing more of a guard spot, maybe a post spot. Um, but also I knew that I wanted to do a bit of everything. I didn't want to be kind of um, boxed into only doing layups or only shooting the ball. I wanted to be able to do a little bit of everything. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, growing up, playing for a handful of London teams, you also got to uh, represent your country a couple of times. What was that experience like? That was cool for me because that was my real chance of traveling um, abroad with a team. Um, I think one of my biggest um, years was under 16s um, year where we went to the championships, which we have in the summer, and we managed to come second um, to Germany. We lost to Germany in the final, but for an English team, coming second is um, is very good. Okay, and we um, that got us promotion to Division A, which we get to play Spain and the upper level teams, but just traveling, we went to a lot of European countries that I probably wouldn't have gone to if it was just a holiday. Um, the tournament was actually in Estonia. So my, my family came out and they had a little holiday and watched games. But obviously just representing your country just brings another level of, uh, you're, you're proud, you know, that's a, not many people get to say they, they've done that. Um, and it really just opened up my game at a crucial point, I would say, of my development, 15, 16 years old. So, so you really developed then, and, and as you continue to grow, uh, spend two seasons at the University of the Pacific. Um, just, just briefly, when you knew your time there was done, you, know, you kind of got to reopen your recruiting process again. What was that like, and what ultimately led you to Purdue? Um, my recruitment process from Pacific to Purdue, I would say is a lot easier than my original one from England to um, Pacific, just because I was in America. I was easier to get in contact with. I had game tape, etc. Um, but Purdue, it was a very swift process, a quite easy transition, um, to be honest. kind of knew as soon as I saw Purdue. Um, it, it ticked all the boxes for me. Um, when I went on my visit and met the coaches, I kind of I knew that I'll be able to build a relationship with them and the team the same way. And then just Purdue having that balance between strong academics and strong basketball um, just kind of sold it for me. So yeah. Well, and you'll be joined by another another two year transfer from uh, from Auburn and Brooke Moore. Uh, she announced last week that you know, she's joining joining the squad um you know you get to Purdue and, and you kind of sit that year uh obviously the team didn't change at all which is a really nice mm -hmm. part and probably really unique but uh everyone I talked to really said that you really um took hold of that that role of like you're sitting a year but you know you're going to be the best arm basketball you know practice player that you can and, and really um, like when I've talked to Patu, she really credits you for a lot of the stuff of, of her improvements over the last two years. What was that year like for you? Um, it was tough just practicing for a whole year and not playing a game. That was very tough just because I'm so competitive and I want to play in the game. But I learned so much that year. 
from probably every player on the team. Um, just being in a new environment, you learn so much anyways, but just getting the system down and what coach V wants from me. And then having that kind of freedom as a practice player, I could do whatever I want in a, in a, in a, in a practice. So um, I got to develop things that, you know, I might not have done before and shoot the ball more freely because I'm not going to get taken out because I'm a practice player. But um, yeah, I played a lot more in practice on the scout team and um, did some leadership role. I did some scout with the coaches and talked through the scout with the team and broke that down and watched film. So got to do a lot of different aspects of the game that I might not have done if I was playing. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough, but I, I improved. I made the most of it. I wasn't going to sit there and dwell, like, I, I can't play. Every game day would be like, oh, I wish I was out there, but I knew that my time would come, so. Uh, and I'll say from at least going through, like, the gallery, the photo galleries from last year, like, whenever there was, like, a bench shot from not this past season, but the season before when you were sitting out, like, whenever there was a bench shot and the bench was, was pretty fired up, like, you could always tell you were still locked into the game, which isn't – can't be said for everyone who who sometimes doesn't see all the minutes um when you see that you know a, a lot of people don't really get to see the interaction that our fan, that our players have um you know behind the scenes and, and uh one of the things i think is really unique is that you really don't have clicks in this program you know basically we go to purdue airport uh, a nice you know two minute drive from mackey arena but we take that two minute drive and then as we're waiting for a plane, like almost every road trip, you guys are sitting with someone different. What do you like about um, when we go on the road, you know, and, and just sometimes, I mean, obviously you lock into basketball, but what's that experience like for you to just kind of just be with the team and be with your family? It's great. Um, I mean, it's not great missing school. <laughs> we catch up, but it's great to just be in a new place with my teammates. We have a lot of fun wherever we go, whether it's the meals, we have, we have great conversations over dinner, really intense conversations and um, we have great meals and then just preparing for the game and, um, and all the other aspects that we, we do. We have game nights sometimes when we travel, if we have time and we play like family food. They do, they do get intense and they're a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, it's it's great to travel, but it's it's also great to be at home. Um, we we do a lot of stuff together. We do escape rooms and stuff. We did a escape room like a few weeks before spring break, and um, it was just funny to see people <laughs> working under a different type of pressure. Um, and they're problem solving skills. We need a little bit of work for some <laughs> of us. <laughs> um, no, we do so much stuff. We make TikToks in our locker room, and we get the people that you know might not dance like I don't I wouldn't say I'm a big time dancer but I'm in TikToks which is surprising cast too and Asia is usually leading that and we post that all over Twitter and stuff and even the dances that we learn we use them in our shoot around and other other places so you would just see us collectively doing this choreographed dance you know it's from a TikTok so we do so much stuff and we have a lot of characters on the team that make up a lot of the fun that we have so I think it was you're either at Michigan or Michigan State and either Cass hit the half court shot afterwards or re-hit it and like half the team just broke out into dancing. I was just like, 
and it was that and then there was I'm trying to remember it was when Roxanne finally hit hers like right around December and like she just broke down in like the TikTok dance and we're just like everyone froze just like what no like <laughs> this is um what you mentioned uh meals and I'm trying to get kind of the, the take on everyone this past year we obviously like the best part is for me when we go on the road is obviously the, the food. places that coach takes us to. But what what was your your favorite place that uh, we went to in your time here? Um, I would have to say like one of the steakhouses that we go to because we go to some really fancy, fancy, fancy places and get some really great steaks and food like that. So those would probably have to be one of my um, favorite favorite food places to go. Uh, and talking more into game night, um, obviously we have we have some cold-blooded people when they get on the court. Like, you know, if you if you see Neek coming off the pick and roll and she has that you know 15 footer off the dribble, you know she's going to knock it down. Who's the most intense person when it comes to you know playing Uno or or Taboo or whatever? Um. I'll say Dominique. Nique is very intense. She's very competitive. So what you see on the court is how she is in probably every game that she plays, if it's Uno or anything else. So she's very intense. But everyone, everyone on the team has got that edge where, you know, you don't want to lose. Like, <laughs> we don't want to lose in anything that we do. So it gets heated. It can get heated. But it's a lot of fun. That's, that's, uh, I think we were at Illinois this year and uh, it was one of the game nights. And I just remember I was like down the hall uh, and we were in like the conference room. I was walking in like just how loud it was from people like shocked that somebody won. And somebody, <laughs> no, that's, it's, um, that stuff's hilarious. Um, when you guys have downtime, obviously you talked a little bit about doing escape rooms, but for you, when you're just back in West Lafayette um, off day, what, What's Janelle Grant doing? Um, I, I, I like to chill. I like to um, watch shows, go to the movies, just kind of hang out. Um, I like to draw when I get a chance or just like tap into my artistic side. I did take art before I came to America. Um, so I have a few skills there. I have a lot of stuff that I kind of do. I put it on my wall. So it's kind of just like my portfolio. But yeah, I just like to do a lot of chill stuff and sleep and I'm always kind of learning new things whether it be like braiding my hair that I learned on YouTube or um, doing makeup with Nagua or just like that that kind of stuff so yeah. um do you ever find and obviously for our players who English isn't necessarily their native language you know they you can catch Leo or, or Roxanne or, or you know kind of slipping into um, French, do you ever have times where you have like slang that's used in England that you start, you, you might break into here and just have a couple of the players here just go, what'd you say? Oh, all the time. And I wouldn't even say slang, it would just be certain words that a British person will use, whether it be like you guys say trash and I say, I want to put it in the bin or just other little things I say and they're like what what did he say and they just completely don't understand <laughs> and I'm speaking English so I just have to 
I, you know, I keep, I keep as English as I can. I don't want to have to adjust. So they, they work out what I'm saying and what means what and the translations. But in terms of Leo and those guys talking um, French, they, you always catch Tam, Leo, Roxanne for two, just having a whole conversation in French. And we're sitting there like, what did you say? Um, but we've all tried to learn like a phrase or something, but it's just, it's just harder than it looks. So yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of work to do on that. Um, what's the, what's the biggest difference, uh, that you've experienced from West Lafayette to, in, in growing up in London? Mm, the snow, <laughs> we don't get snow like that, especially the winters in West Lafayette. And I've been told they're not as bad as like Canada or other places, but it's pretty bad for me. So the snow that we get, um, but other than that, it's a lot more space. Um, obviously, London's a big city, um, buildings, high rises, all that kind of stuff. So West Lafayette has that different kind of feel, but it's cool. I like changing, changing um, environments and experiencing like different the way different people live and stuff like that. So, what's the when you get back home? What's the number one thing? Like, is there a restaurant you have to go to, or or something you have to get that's just like I don't get it in the States. I have to get it when I get home. Uh, I have to go to like the um, supermarket and get like biscuits. And I just have to clarify because for Americans, that's like cookies, right? You guys call what we will call biscuits. You guys call cookies, but we have just like so a huge selection. Yes. And I guess you can eat them with tea. I don't drink tea personally, but a lot of British people do. Um, but there's some that I just crave all the time when I'm in America to the fact to the point where um, when my parents come over half the suitcase <laughs> is full with packets of biscuits for me and I just make them last as long as I can like have a few a day but like custard creams and digestives and yeah so I mean it sounds good so that's definitely something that number one I just go and stock up on those. Yeah I spent a, when I was in college, I spent a semester in Scotland and I basically just lived on digestives. Like those were the best, the best ever. I, I was hoping you were going to say Nando's, but. Oh yeah, Nando's is a close second. It's a close second, but the biscuits are definitely my first. And then we start going into restaurants like Nando's and all the other stuff that we have. So what, um, how do, how do your biscuits, best biscuit versus Girl Scout cookies here? You know, I haven't really tapped into the gross Girl Scouts cookies market yet, but um, there's no comparison to me. Like, British biscuits are up here and everything else is just, Fair it doesn't enough. compete. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, you talked a little bit about um, y your family earlier and just being able to hang out with them right now. Um, you know, obviously being a player, Fatou is technically the furthest away from home to someone mm -hmm. you know there's a substantial time difference and everything what's that family support like how, how often do you get to talk to them when when you're back in the states i talk to them about maybe once a week twice a week um they're just they're amazing the support that they give is just like on a hundred they will watch a game even if it's 2 a.m in the morning this time they'll wake up and watch it um they've just been a big support system for me, good or bad. Um, 
they're fortunate enough to come out a few times and they've watched the game. And even when I did redshirt, had my redshirt year and I wasn't playing, they still came out to, to see me. And they're a big supporter of everyone on the team, not just me. So they like to build that relationship with everyone. But my mom, my dad, my brother, you know, grandparents and stuff, everything, they've, they've been a big part of why I've been so successful in my eyes in America. Cause it's not easy sometimes, especially Christmas. I don't get to go home at Christmas. Um, I get to spend it at Asia's house, which is amazing, but it's, it's not home. So them, you know, um, still being able to FaceTime me and check up on me has just been great. Wow, that is. And the nice, it's nice to have teammates who are able to kind of open their doors, um, especially for those. Because I think, what, after we went to Australia, we came back, we had like, you guys had like a week off or something. You were able to go home for a couple days, right? Um, I went home for a few days in full break. That was it. Yeah, so full break, I got to go home, which, you know, surprised my family. I didn't actually tell them I was coming home. So I just kind of jumped on the plane and was like, hi, I'm here, but I have to leave tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, it was a quick turnaround, but, you know, family time is, is worth it. But, I mean, you get your frequent flyer miles this last fall. <laughs> um, uh, heading into your final year, uh, obviously it's been a long, long journey um, from England, University Pacific, sitting a year out, playing at Purdue. Final year, what, what area of your game uh, do you want to improve and what goals do you have for the 2021 season? Um, I'd say I want to improve my guard skills, um, just tapping into that a little bit, but I want to be able to be a leader for this team and um, I want to do great things. I want to finish off the year that this, I want to finish off next year in a way that, you know, we was planning on doing this year um, before this stuff happened. You know, I really want to be able to play in a postseason tournament, NCAA preferably, but I really want to um, end on a strong note. Um, I know everybody else does. Um, it's kind of bittersweet that my time's coming to an end. Because, you know, my life is going to change a lot again, you know, if I choose to move back or whatever um, my plans are afterwards. But I just really want to have a strong year for all of us and, um, yeah, finish on a strong note. Well, and with you and just the massive senior class, the talent that's, you know, the underclassmen that, that gained a lot of experience this year. And then uh, obviously Brooke and, and Madison and Roche coming in like, Granted, losing Neek and Ree are, are two substantially just, you know, two of the all-time best at Purdue. You know, they left a really high standard for you guys to live up to. And, and we're going to have a really deep, talented roster uh, when, whenever you all get back together and, and, and when you guys get back to West Lafayette. Um, just final, final thought, I guess, um, you know, for the next however long, how uh, obviously you talked a little bit about um, a little bit about you know getting workouts in and whatnot. But have you been have you guys been uh, joking around with with the team at all? Just shooting shooting threes into uh, you know the the trash can or or socks into uh, the the laundry bin. Um. You know what? We haven't really. We've been FaceTiming a lot and catching up in that way. But um, I think a lot of us are just trying to make the most of the situations that we're in, whether we're home or 
wherever we're staying at because um, it's such a crazy time you know we can couldn't have planned for this so um, we're all excited to get back together and um, spend summer together because summer is a, it's a fun time and I hope that you know it's sooner rather than later that we, we get to come back together. Well Jay um, thank you again for, for taking some time to, to talk I know we don't have a ton of it now but <laughs> I know our fans our fans really uh, like seeing how you guys are doing so uh, thank you again for, for all the time. Thank you.